Welcome to Singled Out, the ninth best Guild Ball podcast. Please stand by. This is Ep 85. In this episode Andrew talks to Steve Cole and Dan Best about the Alchemist Guild, which players they like to use, and how they play the guild. Listener is Dan Best. Hello, welcome to Single Out, episode 85. And today we've got um, Steve Cole on and um, Dan Best on to the Alchemists. Say hello, people. Hello, people. Hello. Um, so, apparently, Steve Cole is the best ranking Alchemist player in the world, season four. Rumor, rumor has it, uh, but I think that's, that might be more by accident than design. Well, but you accidentally won 16 games. But yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, I play them wrong. So uh, that's that's the general. That seems to be the internet consensus is I play wrong. Really? Is that why you yeah. lost three games and you've won sixteen of them in season four? Playing them wrong. <laughs> so how are you playing them wrong? I want to know now. It's interesting. Uh, varied lineups, and I don't use the gun line that often. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what yeah. you're saying is you're basically a bad player. Bad player. I mean, yeah, uh, there's, uh, that's that goes without saying, you know. So, um, how are we going to do this then? Like, um, are we going to talk about the players in turn and go through them in painful depth, or should we have an overall f- coverage first? The guild. What do you reckon? Uh, I think maybe start with you know uh, maybe favourite sixes. I don't know. Is that an interesting place to start? Um, what do you think? Sounds good to me. <clears throat> <laughs> you sound sceptical, Andrew. <laughs> no, you, you go ahead. <laughs> I think Dan, uh, I think it's your idea, so you have to fall on your sword here, Dan. Okay, that's fine. So I'll start off with, well, it's a team that I started playing quite a lot into Fish, uh, especially that I kind of developed practicing with, with Josh Ninchik. Uh, and after chatting about Jamie Brewster, about what he does into Fish, and I've sort of settled on uh, Smoke, Nage, Compound, Vitriol, Mercury, and Venom as a six for that. Uh, the idea basically that unpredictable movement and counter charge stops Fathom charging, wrapping, and scoring. <laughs> uh, hopefully. And then, yeah, just whittle down with smoke uh, until, until I'm ready for Vitriol to score. That's kind of the way it usually goes. So you don't really score until right to the end, do you? Yeah, I mean, it depends. I. Sometimes it feels a bit dangerous to leave it too late because if you're sort of holding onto the ball, it depends when they manage to get the ball, basically. It's usually a snapback goal. So once they manage to score, hopefully I've got four points by then already. Um, you know, usually four points, say, top of turn two. And then 
by that time, once they dig the ball out and score, I'll snap back. That puts me to eight. And then I'm looking at a couple of takeouts and they've still got two goals to score. So it, it's been working pretty well recently. Um, and we are definitely getting better with that, but that's, that's where I've kind of settled for that, that kind of matchup. I prefer to kick, strongly prefer to kick with smoke. Uh, yeah, yeah, depends. Again, it's nice. It's quite often nice to have smoke a bit up the pitch. Um, just because it gives them more options on, you know, managing to get into that big watch the world burn final activation to win first turn. If she's four inches up the pitch already. It just gives her a bit more, uh, more options. And it means she can get there hopefully for a bit less influence. So. Um, to depend, tends to make her a bit more impactful. Because I find as well, you know, like kicking with vitriol is nice, trying to get the very early goal, but a good player won't let you do it anyway. So sometimes they just double down on, on a strong smoke activity. I guess also it can leave her wide open to, you know, get murdered and ignorant and everything else and give them a takeout. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I probably, I would kick with smoke into a team that I'm pretty sure is going to try and kill me. Um, Whereas if it's Shark or something, you might just put Vitriol forward and, and try and snatch the ball. How about you, Steve? I, it, that is interesting to me. Yeah, it's a, it's slightly different. So I, I generally with Alchemist, I think that one of the strengths is they have very, very deep squaddy roster. Uh, so the only, the only bad squaddy is Vetcat. Like yeah. that's the only obvious. No, we, we recorded a Patreon episode just now talking about secret Vetcat tech. Yeah, secret Vetcat tech. Yeah, <laughs> everyone should listen, should buy your Patreon to hear about how Vetcat can be can be not used. Commercial. Have I not done enough of these? Like, you really need more? Um, the singled out. That'll do. Give them money, please, and I can stop doing these adverts. And maybe, just maybe, Jason will let me out of this farm tractor thing that he's got me locked up in in Norfolk. Please help! Yeah, <laughs> get get rich, John. Get the beard to start saying uh, doing his vet cat ad. So I tend to play three fairly distinct teams with variations within that. Mm-hmm. So I usually my sort of go to team is smoke flask vitriol crucible original catalyst and venom. And um, unlike Dan, I tend to prefer to receive, but I'm quite happy to kick. And the idea, it, receiving is trying to score on turn one and using sort of original catalyst and venom to fuel crucible and vitriol and basically trying to exert board control through ball pressure. So when Dan was saying about people will just avoid vitriol, they can but it's still quite a large area of the board they can't go into. And if they do bring players in there, you can usually get three or four push dodges out of her to pull someone back towards your line. Mm-hmm. So the so and the mechanic of that is it's probably a 2-2 team that can essentially flex down more often than up into being a 1-4 team. Mm-hmm. And you're basically looking to use sort of ball pressure and goals and then also use the combination of, say, um, Crucible and Original Catalyst to drain people's momentum. Mm-hmm. Because knockdown, burning, and damage um, just means you're you know you're often just struggling to even get up around crucible, let alone uh, actually sort of fight back. So it sort of tries to brawl. Generally, you have one of crucible and vitriol on either flank, and then smoke and Mer- and catalyst and then and up the middle. So that's the normal team mm-hmm. that I the sort of default team that I'd like to play um, in matchups like fish. I'm more similar to you, Dan. I think in that I'd play uh, I basically play the sort of gunline team of um, smoke, probably nausea, but if I think my opponent's going to de- if I think, you know, nine times out of ten my opponent will drop Corsair, I'll play Flask. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't need to kill the ball as hard. Uh, smoke, so smoke, mascot, compound, mercury, calculus, and then one of Venom or Ocat, usually Venom against Fish, partly because he can be more annoying to get the ball off. Yeah. Uh, and no. partly slightly less exploitable. And that is, yeah, I think is a lot. I mean, if anyone's watched uh, like the run the length YouTube channel, or seen you know that's yeah you, know, you just sit on your line and throw poo at people until they all melt and then try and score. So it's much less proactive. 
And then the third team is basically the first team. So Crucible, Vitriol, Catalyst, and, uh, let's say Venom. But now with a mascot and usually Flask and Midas. And yeah. that's essentially the, like, veteran boar farmers. I can't outfight you and I really need to score goals, but I still like yeah. to have two models in there that can actually do some damage. Yeah, I think I need to start doing something like that with Midas. Because I'm finding not being able to threaten to take out is becoming a problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was never as down on the farmers matchup as I think a lot of Alchemist players were. Like, I've played it a mm-hmm. few times in Season 4 and it's always been okay. Um, but I think the thing is, you can't just, like, it's impossible to wait for them to die from conditions. So you have to yeah. be very much more aggressive. And it's, but they do have super low defense stats. So they are, again, even things like Smoke's Playbook becomes very useful because you can, you've got a lot of pushes and you've got a lot of repositions. Mm-hmm. So you can often drag, you just use Smoke to like momentously drag players into your team and then, you know, put up one, Burning or Poison just to gain momentum and then basically kill them with sort of Catalyst and Venom while you're chasing the ball down with the other two players. Yeah. I guess Midas could be his couldn't he sort of taxi them in, push, push them all the way in. Yeah, Midas can absolutely do it. Yeah, I mean, double, double dodge push on two hits. Yeah, uh, momentous. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and lure of gold to then pull your players around as well. So he, yeah. so he can definitely do that. And I think he, so he has a role. He's a funny one, Midas now though, because he has, he's like half a support captain, and that like basically on turn one you're just using him to lure of gold people around and sort of give mm-hmm. yourself multiple kick threats or multiple, you know, snap back ball pressure threats, and then he's basically a super solo. So he's a he he's he's definitely way better than he was. Oh yeah. He's still in a slightly funny design space, I think. Yeah, so do you think he's... I mean, what matchups do you think is good in compared to Smoke? I mean, I think he's still going to be the secondary captain, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. I think... Yeah, uh, I'd say the only like absolute definite one for me is probably Butchers. Because I think Veteran Boar just... You know, Veteran Boar can just blow Smoke to pieces. Yeah, I mean, it's not just Butchers. It's, it's Midas into Vet Boar. Yeah. Which is what Butchers is now. For alchemists, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because defense five is also better against them as well. Yeah. So yeah, smoke yeah. loses all their defensive tech. You know, you're unlikely to kill them. Midas gives you more ball pressure. Yeah, I think it, that's that's the only absolutely. I'm only playing Midas in that. Yeah, I mean for me as well, farmers. But I don't know. I should try smoke more into farmers. I don't play farmers very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I I would probably take him into farmers, yeah, yeah. but. But smoke makes it sort of you know there are a few farmers that you can kill, mm. like bizarrely Thresher being okay. one of them. Yeah, um, and like smoke makes it better at killing that. But Midas gives you a lot more. I pr- yes, I'm probably swaying to the side of Midas, but it's that thing of like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I'm yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. now I'm going to drop Midas, and oh there goes my <laughs> record against farmers. Um, maybe Brewers as well for similar reasons, but I like yeah. smoke with all the tough eyed. And then the other one I'm umming about is uh, Order. Not Order, Rats. Sorry, Rats. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because you have Lure of Gold to drag your own players back out of those sort of rat traps. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think I would still always go for Smoke, because especially, like, Scourge is a bit of a soft target, actually, for Smoke. He's so, I find he's less so than you'd think, because yeah. Steel 10 health. Like, that's true, yeah, yeah. So, so he, and also, like, you know, three zero. He's got quite a lot of boxes. Yes, he's three zero, but he doesn't have seventeen, isn't it? Tough fight. Yeah, something like that. I mean, it's a tough fight doesn't matter, but he doesn't have armor. But that doesn't matter because smoke's yeah. never really hitting him. But yeah, I know. I think smoke definitely helps you to kill scourge. There's no doubt that she helps you to kill scourge. Yeah, and vet is usually he's the yeah he's the Christmas lambs target. <laughs> yeah, he is. A, he is a bit. He's a bit sad against her, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Big Waves is like 14 health, isn't it? Yeah. Death 3. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, the dream scenario is, is you know, is basically a Mason. It's you know, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> do you have low defense? Do you have uh, not tons of health? Yeah. <laughs> so, he's, he's like Chisel, but less bitey. Yeah. And at least, and, and he's not threatening to kill you in the way that Chisel is. Like, no. Yeah. 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 He's not, yeah. The way that superior strategy Chisel is actually quite frightening if you're. Smoke, for example. Oh, she is, yeah. Smoke can kill her in one go, though. Yeah. Oh, pretty much. I've done that. I upset someone doing that a while ago. You can definitely. I, you can do yeah. it. So she's, uh, yeah. So I think that's, that's, but that would be roughly where I, I, I think the strength is the versatility. 
and there's actually pretty legitimate arguments to use almost any player and any captain. I agree. I think I remember I went to a four-round tournament a couple of months ago, and I think I used every player in my 12 in four games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, GFs, do you tend to have, um, I assume like most teams, you have some core players there with some flex picks, right? Yeah. So, yeah. What, what players would you say were absolutely going to be your sort of core? Crucible, for me. Yeah. Uh, should, we, should we go through it briefly then? So, why is Crucible so good? Those who are new, newer to the team. Well, it's, got a, it's great balls, really, isn't it? That's the, oh, that's the most obvious thing and the range of it. So she's threatening to take possession of the ball from 14 inches away um, and ignores close control and so on. Um, and then also, you know, putting conditions on poison and burning with all damage. Her aura that makes it cost two to clear it is pretty good. That said, I guess that's always been used much. She's going to die, isn't she? Pretty fast. 14 health and, um, you know, four zero defensive stance. She's squishy. She's squishy. She's yeah. like Siren or something like that. But she is, you know, she is probably now the best uh, ranged ball Getty piece in the game. Now that yeah. you know, now that Siren has changed because she doesn't need like Vet Siren and Salvo sort of need favourable scatters. Like other than probably Obulus, like she is as good as anyone as getting the ball off someone. She does it quite influence efficiently as well. So one of the games yeah. I had in Belgium, um, I with a combination of like one influence and flask uh, took the ball of someone from twelve inches away and passed it to someone eight inches away. Yeah, so she's she's very good for that. Her counter attack is surprisingly good because, like again, you set people on fire, you poison them, so it's like yeah, that's actually four damage if you do it late, which is great. Yeah, uh, uh, she's got good movement range, two inch melee, which is big in alchemists because they don't yeah. have a lot of two inch melee players. And covalence is absolute when you it's situational, but it's one of those situational things that can be absolutely backbreaking. Like I played a farmers player in Belgium, and I think I I went first on one turn, had scored a goal or something, which looks like a terrible idea because Thresher just gets up and gets a snapback, except Thresher can't stand up. Because it yeah. costs him two momentum, so he, you know, so there's a suddenly it can be really backbreaking a a way of either denying snapback goals or jailing players for longer than you'd expect. Because often, if you you know, say you jail, say Thresher, you get you have to kill him the first activation of your turn. But actually, with Crucible, you can sometimes in the right with the right setup um, do something proactive with your first activation and then kill a jailed model as well. Yeah, it's kind of like what you can set up with disease in rats. Yeah, very it's similar. Similar, similar kind of deal. Yeah, <clears throat> her playbook's decent. She's got momentous damage as well, which is again yes. not a bad thing. She's got momentous two on three hits, which isn't amazing, but with a crowd out or two, that can be quite useful. People don't expect it as well. Yeah, is the other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll so do that little bit of chip damage onto someone mm. that you know that takes them over the line, especially when you throw in the free conditions. Yeah. And she's very influence efficient. You know, you you can't put more than three on her, like, and but she can get you can easily get five influence worth of activation out of her because you get the great balls of fire with the condition. Yeah. So if that's crucible. Anybody else? Uh, I've I've become quite fond of vitriol. So running her alongside crucible in kind of the actually the first six that Steve was talking about. Again, the, you got your two inch melee is the big deal. Uh, but that that furious charge is beautiful yeah especially when you hit that clone tackle it's just oh <laughs> or, or even just with flask with clone already on yeah, it works, yeah, yeah. clone now works on um on potting bows they used to yeah yeah so it's it can be great especially with flask where you have it situationally so you can uh you know walk out of something if the parting blow is not very good and then put clone up and then hit someone so mm-hmm. that's pretty you know there's a i think that is really good i really like her she's i mean the only thing is she's very linear like she's yeah. if she can she like basically if she can connect with a model she can actually travel quite far because as you say Dan she's got the free charge she's got a double dodge she's got the push dodges the tricky bit is if someone can put like fire or rough ground or something like that in front of her yeah then then she slows up a little bit I, I so I would generally run vitriol I occasionally sub her out if I'm receiving and I'm worried about ball pressure but I want to get a turn one goal I occasionally sub her out for veteran calculus. Because yeah. virtually calculus's goal threat from is longer, yeah. but she's much worse at recovering the ball. Yeah, yeah, I guess that that one melee would take on two hits. It was a bit, wasn't it? 
Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. With virtual, it's not the same at all. Virtual tackle on one, two inch melee. You know, but uh, but veteran calculus does have some. But she does have that bigger threat range, which yeah. is which. If you're basically like, I want a goal turn, I need to get a goal turn one, or I, you know, I really want a goal turn one, then she is a slightly better guarantee of that. Yeah, I mean, if she's get if she's got the ball, she can do magical things. Yeah, and she can come out of nowhere. Um. Yeah, because it's twenty inch threat. Uh, yeah, twenty inches, yeah. and and she can do it for two influence. Yeah, which yeah. is the other one. Like, so if you want to be more influence intensive somewhere else, but she's she's definitely the flex. Veteran Calc is definitely the flex pick cam. And that that would be where I'd flex pick her. Pick her would be it probably instead of Vetrial when receiving in certain mm-hmm. circumstances. Also, she can score because she's got the longer threat range. She can score from more extreme angles. Mm-hmm. So she's yeah. In some situations, better at avoiding tenderizing. Like, yeah, or getting <laughs> not anymore. Oh, well, not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but like better, you know, casket time or something like that, where you, you know, so you can score from farther yeah. up and wider out on the pitch than you can with vitriol. What about some venom? Uh, venom's amazing. Yeah, great. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a sort of re-intro game with a friend of mine uh, last week who's not played since season three. And, and put Venom down. He's saying, "What? What is this witchcraft? Like, why is why? Why would you play Venom? Yeah, he's he's amazing. He, uh, I mean, he's slightly low health pool is the main issue. Yeah. But like, but he's four two half the time. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's like Friday when people charge Friday, and you're just like, this is fine. It's a five two in cover. Like, enjoy yourself. Um, yeah. And yes." Uh, he sometimes, I guess, the only yeah, big yeah, good damage output, good momentous damage output. Um, the heroic is absolute both. Oh yeah, yeah, just the unconditioned. Yeah, three damage to everyone. Great. Um, yeah, he does a lot of good things, and and I guess in the way that Alchemist lacked in season three, the combo of him and original Catalyst gives you like a very you know a good takeout game. Not an amazing one, but like a solid pool of momentous damage that you get out. Venom can sometimes struggle to stretch up. So like you know the you even when he's tack seven you're not often hitting the momentous three unless you've got crowd outs or knocked down or prep and things like that. I mean I think even the momentous two is like not super reliable at tack seven. Right? No, no, no. So it's a coin flip against so, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, you know he need yeah he does need that crowd out yeah. to be really reliable. But I mean with the with the heroic three damage on the end it, it's usually okay. The flip side of that, of course, is the uh, is uh, Venom with kicking when they're down into anything if it's knocked down. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. just like Venom into the bear. The bear, if you go kicking, it's like yeah, yeah, bear's gone. Bear's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that probably plays in the ta- the, the tack buff cards are really good in alchemists. Like anything yeah. that, that like if you want to play that way, like, the singled out card is really good with them. Yeah, uh, because it basically means that smoke can start tackling people as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, is, is she still? I've played for a while. Yeah, she's still got pretty horrible tackles, isn't she? Like I, her playbook's like so. Her playbook's not good, but it's not as bad as people think it is. No, it's not. Off, she's a decent source. She can be a very good source of momentum, especially if you get a hold of like a defense model. You usually get like four push, four momentous pushes off, or five momentous pushes even, and uh, and then like uh, a chemical breeze. Yeah, which if you're in a number of models can be quite effective, and she, and she is good at dragging players back into your line and occasionally rigging them out and things like that. But if she's got if you've got the single out card on someone, like say a ball holder, then when she's tax seven, actually yeah. she becomes quite a reliable get the ball, score a goal type piece. Yeah, because I think if you want to do that, attack five is probably going to take you all six of your influence to get the ball, and then it's still you know. risky. Yeah, you you yeah. do it sometimes the game, but yeah, it's not uh, it's not. Highly reliable. Who else would be looking at then? Let's look at the list. Um, how about the original sort of the original sort of uh, alchemist sort of players like Mercury and um, normal calculus? Um, I love Mercury. Yeah, a lot now. That fireball is magical. Um, it's just the ability to, especially against teams, teams where you've got high defense, fragile high defense models hiding. It's it's just amazing. So into blacksmiths. For example, uh, trying to hit the, you know, to hit the hit the apprentices uh, into, say, fish navigators to hit your death five 
strikers and stuff. It's just incredibly useful and, you know, ignores empathy as we were talking about earlier. Yeah, he's, he's excellent. Yeah, he, he's very strong. I think they yeah. spot on done. I think, you know, like, yeah, defense five models, like, you know, basically like hitting like knockdown boar to kill filler is quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, obviously, you still got the fire AOE, which is a really good control piece as well. And the aura. Um, yeah, the aura is brutal good. Yeah, yeah. Because it essentially, like, but you can use it in two ways. He's actually not bad holding the ball if yeah. a lot of the opposition players are trying to get it off him a one, infl- one inch melee. And you can quite often just dangle him somewhere where people like, oh, Hammer's going to come in and hit you. You're like, yeah, great, is he? Uh, that's fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. But he, but I think also, and you can also use him as like a second fire AoE. So if you yes. say put the ball behind him, put fire AoEs out somewhere, it then becomes very tricky to sort of recover the ball and, and tackle on one. Momentous tackle on one. Yeah. yeah. Which is and kick four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's great when you're receiving. He's like calculus in that he, you tend to be playing a bit more defensively if you're playing him. Yeah, like he's he is more of a, like if you're playing a slightly more defensive game, or if you've got something very specific you want to use him either on turn one to like mitigate a goal run, or or you're yeah, or you know there's like one model that you need to get into. You know, like yeah, yeah like we're saying like sort of knock down boards to hit fillers like that. If you're trying to set that up. It's almost like the old so it's not dissimilar to the sort of scything blow trick. No. Where you're yeah. essentially trying to get into a position to wrap and do rain momentous damage onto other people. So I he's think, no, sorry, carry on, Steve. No, no, I that all yours done. Alright, I was gonna say, I think he's got like quite a few kind of cool little things that he does, which are maybe you could argue are sort of corner case scenarios, but because he's got about five or six of them, you can usually do one of them. You yeah. see what I mean? So you can go for a, a knockdown low defense model or you can jog him over to stand in front of Nadja to stop them getting the ball back. Um, you can do, you know, if Nadja's got the ball. Um, he's just got lots of things, that, lots of useful things he can do. And you, yeah, as we said, decent ball retrieval, momentous tackle on one, kick four. If he's halfway up the pitch, he's, he can score a goal, no problem. Um, yeah, I think, the yeah. Only, he's, I think he's very versatile. He is. He, he's quite influence hungry. So he is an output yeah. model for the team. Like, you know, he's, he's a tricky one with, yeah, you're sort of, I often find he is competing with Ben and an original catalyst. So I'm sure we'll come on to the joys of original catalyst a bit, but he's, he's often competing for that slot. Yeah. Um, and he, so he can do the sort of corner case things, but in the gunline team, he's fantastic. Like he's mm-hmm. just really, really fantastic in that team and he can be really good in some of the other setups as well. Do you want to talk about calculus? Yes, I mean, I think um, it is personally, uh, I don't think I say much around him. There seems to be quite a split on calculus. So she is, mm. so she is super good. Again, in the gunline team, she's really excellent because she's so influence efficient. Um, you know, because she's basically, you can do most of what you want to with her for one influence. So you yeah. get the noxious blast for free. Blind is still very, very good, especially into, you know, sort of, Goal scoring models or lower defense yeah. models. So, yeah. And, and often there's a couple of, you know, there's the situation where you throw dice, uh, you know, bonus time coin flip blind onto something because if you get it, it, you know, it wins you the game. So, so, you know, yeah. blinding windfinder, for example, is absolutely backbreaking for navigators, but it's not one you're banking on. Yeah. But if you're doing it yeah. for one influence and a momentum and you get it, then great. The, the, the difference, I guess, from previous seasons is, uh, from like season three, would be uh, the joys of the eight-inch range, range blind with good marker, yeah. which would just suddenly nuke. Uh, so she doesn't do, she doesn't control attack, she doesn't control damage output models like she used to. Yeah, because she'll just die anyway. Yeah, because you're six inches away, so you're yeah. going to have to be really slow to not get in there. But, yeah, but yeah, and again, and her her aura is not as strong as Mercury's because the poison doesn't do the same movement control. But she's yeah, she's still excellent. Like any blind is still excellent. Noxious blast is a you know for for basically for our condition is really good. She's got a bit you know she has momentous damage on her playbook. It's not as high as Mercury. She has the momentous uh you know the momentous noxious blast if you want it as well. So she she can be she can, she is good. I think she I have a slight theory around her into minors which I've yet to okay. test. Yeah. Um, where. They only have like they're they have low defenses. They their output models 
quite often need to be moved before they do stuff, so blinding their output models is potentially useful. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so throwing a bit of extra condition stuff at them. Whereas I don't, I don't think the gunline team works that well into miners. This is all theory hammer. I've not played mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. because they've got so many places and so many things like that that get around it. But, but I think she has a role. That that's maybe the where she outside of a specific lineup of a six where she might operate as a tech piece in a slightly different team. Yeah, I mean, if you can blind spade, you're looking pretty good, right? Yeah, or even mule. Yeah, or yeah. or um, shaft. Like as a you know they still because because actually they have their momentous damage is quite high on their playbooks yeah so, so and also obviously blind works a double debuff against goal scoring models so yeah spade is ideal yeah. it's yeah. minus two move and minus two kick yeah mule becoming tack tack uh, three suddenly changes his sort of throwing powers quite a lot doesn't it yeah and and the same with shaft changes him his damage output he can still do the momentous tackle push and get probably six momentum or your four or five momentum, but he can't do damage. Yeah. Well, and if he does get his tackle, he's he's got one six kick. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he's, a, he's a sad panther in that yeah. situation. So yeah, it, I mean, mine's still super optimal into any. But a goal scoring a goal scoring team with low defense seems yeah. like a good position to play a blind, a model with blind in. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Do you ever use goalkeepers much? I would use compound in the gunline team. Uh, almost every single time, I think. Yeah, he's he's still he's still super good. Like counter charge is still super good. Horrific order is still super. He's still the best. He's not the best designed because that's probably Skulk. Like Skulk is the oh, most yeah. interesting goalkeeper, but compound for what he does and the clock pressure you can put on your opponent with him. Yeah, because like yeah, done one influence horrific order. Now you have to work out a way around this. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very strong. There do seem to be more models or more teams that are capable of working around him now. Yeah. I think, uh, Order, for example, he can, you know, in a way he can, I was talking to Connor Rooney about this, he can turn off Mist's like first activation kick goal for Order. But the idea of someone just going, here's Fangtooth, and now we can stodge Fangtooth into base with compound doesn't, doesn't feel great. Yeah. Um, and, and similarly with Butchers, where there's, some people have talked about using that gunline team into butchers, but it just feels like you just take boiler and you just throw mark target at him four times. Yeah. And you just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and while noxious death is fun when you get it. Yeah. So but yeah, compound's, compound's super good, but in, in a very specific lineup. And, and yeah. I saw, I think also because Alchemist, like you were saying, Dan, have a number of players that can like, flex in and out of doing stuff yeah for you know you can have no influence or they can have a lot of influence like crucible or mercury can actually you know they can have an effect on the game with no influence in a way that compound can but when you turn them on they can actually do more and i sort of prefer to have agency if i can Mm -hmm. have we talked about all the models now oh we missed missed out um catalyst haven't we i think you missed out the best one that's uh, <laughs> just still amazing. Like he got, he got technically got slightly worse in season four because he lost some health. But he actually got better because all the team, like having the player that starts with burning, yeah, yeah does yeah. to activate and has it at the start of every turn is yeah. massive. Um, he's the only reliable knockdown in faction. Yeah, um, yeah, he's got a really good playbook. Like, yeah, he's got a three six kick. Uh, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, that's big now. I've scored winning goals with Catalyst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I, I believe I even have a photo of a winning goal against the world champion with Catalyst. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's great, and he's also tanky. Like in terms of, he is the only model with a lot of health. Yes, and yeah, yeah. so he does a lot of things that are like outside of the the guild. Like you wouldn't be able to do without him. So he works really well with Venom. He works really well with Mercury. He fuels. He works really well with Crucible, as we've talked about. Yeah. Uh, he'll fuel your models. Yeah, he's just great, and he's like he's the model that enables you easily uh, to sort of jail other teams' models. You know, so quite commonly, like if I quite commonly against Scalpel, I'll just set him on the goalpost until Scalpel's done her thing at the start of the second turn, where he's probably going first and has probably killed someone, and then you just knock her down and you beat on her, and you could. So he's great for stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean he is really good. The only time when I don't, I've stopped playing him into fish. Yeah, I can see that because he just gets he just gives away six momentous dodges of shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is why I take venom and mercury as my damage dealers in that in that um, 
Yeah, I tend to that play much, yeah. yeah, I probably wouldn't play Catalyst. And so, yeah. I think Catalyst and the Gunline team subs in and out with Venom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In some games, you might want something more healthy. You might want a knockdown or something like that. Yeah. Or, or if the, basically if the opposition have good counter attacks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, Catalyst is better because he'll reliably knock them down. That two damage knockdown is amazing as well. And also yes. he's great. And, and external combustion is just oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was fine with that cat's play. He seems to be able to get it off way more easy than you think it is. Because he's tack eight, and his book says he's tack six. <laughs> so I think yeah. people look at the card and go, he's tack six. Or, you know, or, and because he's got reliable knockdowns. So no, yeah, Alchemist, Alchemist players don't, well, no other Alchemist players gain uh, tack buffs from no. their own play. Like, knockdown is the only in-faction tack buff, and uh, Catalyst has it for himself. How about that cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's that thing on. You guys are on Discord occasionally, aren't you? There's the there's the thing about Locus being bad Kraken or whatever. It's like Vet Cat just feels like bad bear. Like he just looks like the bear, but in every way worse. He's, yeah, he's just bad. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, I mean, and also the thing is, like, he's the only like a two-one model. Like as we've seen with like Stave, like they just need to have. He's two on one with no defensive tech whatsoever no. and the terrible counter attack. Yeah, I mean, and also, I I personally think his knockdown is too high. Yeah, because he needs to hit that on his first attack, otherwise their counter is going to be a double dodge or whatever, and they're out of there. Yeah, and they're hitting uh, it because he's two on. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. So that, you know, even if they've got a double dodge on five, they're probably going to hit it, right? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's not. Uh, I mean, give him, give him back old witness me. That'd be fine in season four. Like, no, he's 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 a bit sad. He needs he needs a bit of love. Like, if you could, I mean, I know you shouldn't do direct comparisons, but if you compare him to even the pre the post Arata bear, the bear has better defensive tech. It has a higher damage output. Its knockdown is on two. Yeah, you know, like just everything. It has access to more tank buffs, so it's often hitting snared models. The mauling is really good. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> um, so yeah, he he is, and he. Uh, the other thing I guess with him is he his like his flat damage output. Like if you think about him hitting a four-one model, right? Oh, so you, cool. yeah, say so you spike up and hit the knockdown with three yeah. influence, you three you knock him down, and you probably do six damage, like meant yeah. six damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's Whereas it. for three influence, an original catalyst will do. Uh, but against four one model, we'll do a two damage knockdown and yeah. probably a momentous nine damage with external combustion on top of that. Yeah. yeah. So it just is like it doesn't. Like, he doesn't. So where you'd want him in your team, he doesn't do what you. I get he's meant to be like a you know he would be really useful for de- you know for in theory for dealing with things like Windle or the Bear or other big powerful output models that alchemists do struggle with. Yeah. Um But he doesn't. <laughs> so. I mean, I don't know, maybe, do you think if you could play Vetcat alongside original Catalyst, maybe he would be worth it? <laughs> if that was possible? I, maybe. I mean, in Season 3, that was the dream. Like, yeah, yeah. you could witness me and do four VD takeouts on models at original. Yeah, but like, I, I, I'm not even sure I'd run him then. No. I mean, I'm just thinking if you can go into a knockdown model, or it's if you had better. another another source of knockdown. Yeah, it's definitely better, and I like the fact that knockdown is restricted in Alchemist. That you know, like, I, I, you know, when people call for things that are like wildly outside of their guild's sort of color pie, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. always, but it seems. But yeah, I, I don't. I'm just a good question. I, I would. I don't know. Would you play him, Dan? Would you play him with or cat? I probably not because I'm just. I'm not good enough to play a Death Two model. I just get it. Just gets exploited. Yeah, and that's so. the thing. He went from. The best defensive tech for being a Dev Two model, which was simply to not be on the pitch. Yeah, season <laughs> three. <laughs> That's really good Dev tech. Like, yeah. It's like I'm not on the pitch. Come and get me. Uh, whereas now, yeah, even if he kills something, he's still standing there as a two-one mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I've always struggled, uh, you know, releasing those sort of big hitting low defense models at the right time. Uh, even a bit now with original Catalyst as well. You know. Yeah, fair. Uh, so that's why I've tend, you know, recently I've been maybe taking Venom a bit more than I would take Ocat. So the Venom Mercury combo. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, I mean, just because I think it's maybe it can be a bit more forgiving or a bit less easily exploited. But you know, there are ups and downs. 
Yeah, totally. No, no, and that that's a good thing about I, and that's what I like about it as a guild is it does make you make decisions oh, yeah, about yeah. your six almost every time and there are interesting things you can do with it. Should we talk about mascots? We haven't talked about mascots. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I think um, you mentioned Flask a lot more, haven't you, than Naja? Yeah. I mean, Flask is like, I, they do quite different things, don't they? Like, Naja is the I want to defend the ball mascot. Yeah. And and Flask is essentially free influence. That, that's the, the very crude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Flask seems really, yeah, he can feed smoke with the smoke bomb, which allows smoke to make three infusers, which is great. He, yeah, he can, you know, he gives you the extra two and, you know, he gives you free clone on vitriol, all that sort of stuff. He can blow up. That's pretty funny. Yeah. He passed the ball of light to him in the middle of a crowd and blow him up. That's quite entertaining. <laughs> um, and yeah, and yeah, he's got like, yeah, you don't do much. He doesn't tend to do much other than be a sort of crowd out bot and, but he does give you a very strong turn one, particularly with vitriol and smoke. Yeah, I mean, yeah, having that, using him for the smoke bomb, I often end up, I put one influence on him, he'll be a keeper Mercury and throw the smoke bomb for influence. Yeah, that's what exactly I've been doing same. recently. Yeah, I I do exactly the same by beaker mm. keep or vitriol. Yeah, or throw yeah, the smoke bomb. But yeah, it's exactly the yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Naja is a two-inch unpredictable model with yeah. defense five. Right? Yeah. So he's great on the ball. Um, hypnosis is hypnosis is really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I've been trying him into is Naja male or female? Do we know? He's an animal, so he's genderless. Okay. Animals don't get animals. Don't, the, the, the birds and the bees, obviously, that story never reached Steamforge. Cause I, think <laughs> uh, I think most of them don't have genders. I'm going to look this up now. I don't think that. I don't think it's on the card. But anyway, um, yeah, because he, well, certainly into original boar, right? The snake is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I think him into that boar. Sorry? I think him into that boar as well. Yeah, yeah. I've been, I don't well, think I've ever managed to get him in to do, to do the, the hypnosis and, and engage. Yeah, I, I say like. I mean, he's less bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the hypnosis is really anything with furious or berserk. It, it's it's really good into test subject. Is I tell you what else he's really funny into, which I did manage to do in uh, Belgium nationals, is Ebb. Uh-huh. Uh, managed to do a eight momentum moment seven damage and a hypnosis on a knockdown Ebb with Naja. Uh, so how, how did you do that? Because I kept rapping. I had some crowd outs and stuff. So momentous one, momentous one, momentous one, momentous one, momentous one, momentous one, momentous one. Hypnosis. Um, but do you does Ed take? He only ever takes up to two damage. Yeah, because you, you yeah. just can't do two damage. So you just do momentous one damage to him twice with Naja. Oh, um, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is way around that. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So you just take test subject on each attack. Yeah. So he's uh, you know, we just put three influence on him and use the test subject mm-hmm. one. So he can't. So he's, he can do a surprising amount of like occasional sort of damage and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he definitely. I mean, he's a good ball. He's a really good ball holder. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I found people do struggle if you have you know the balls on Naja in compounds counter charge bubble that causes problems for people a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah, it's it's rough for and, and you know, and occasionally on the counter attack if someone t- tackles you, you getting hypnosis on the counter attack <laughs> is yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not something you'd play for, but there's that occasional like, ah oh, roll that 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 probably settles the game then. <laughs> um I think that's most of the guild, isn't it, I think, looking at the list. Yeah, just uh, just union slots. Yeah, I mean I, I guess if you've got so many good positionals in your team I guess it's unlikely you can see much of Union in there, isn't it? Snakeskin, I have used a little bit, but only for kicking into Theron. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the only one I've found much use for. And uh, I think as uh, Aaron Wilson summed it up, was like, she'll kick into Theron and be quite good at not dying and then not do anything. Yeah. Um, with us, I know she is very, very good in Masons, when Masons teams run her. Uh-huh. very well with them but yeah I, I've seen some people talk about using Avarice and Greed in the gunline team but that just feels like doubling down on the same thing you already do for more influence yeah I, I used Avarice and Greed a bit at the start of season 4 yeah okay um, and I quite liked it but I've gone off it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know they're too easily they're, again it's too easy to stay away from them so yeah you know it would happen I would load 5 influence to the, into them and then 
my opponents would just run away. And yeah. There's nothing I can do. So, and you can't, you can't lure up gold, Avarice. So, yeah. Once you get season three, once we get a uh, Corsair as the new captain for Alchemist, <laughs> <laughs> then we can relive the uh, early season, <laughs> that fish dream of having Corsair and Avarice and Mercury <laughs> together. <laughs> Definitely gonna happen. Yeah, it's absolutely gonna happen. I'm sure Steamforged HQ are busy, busy grafting vials and beakers to a Corsair model as we speak. Oh, what what about uh, Cami's Cami's special rule that was revealed recently? What do you think of that? I just wonder. It it looks good. The, yeah. it depends what it's in context with, doesn't well, it? Well, yeah, no, no. I mean, it looks good. I I didn't follow the uh the drafting that closely, um, but yeah, it seems like a cool rule. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it could be pretty big for popping resilience and things mm. like that. That's what I thought when I saw it. Um, because it's what, it's a, it's a ranged shot that triggers on every hit, potentially. Yeah, that's, that's quite yeah. big. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, into brewers, for example, you yeah, can was- one person <laughs> ping resilience off all of their resilient models. I mean, given Beard's thinking about playing that team at the moment and he's already, Slightly worried about uh, the miners, the power level of the miners guild. That that'll be worth it just to see his reaction to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you've mentioned um, some bad matchups with farmers. Um, any other sort of problems they have? I, I, I think Bet Boar is the worst matchup for yeah. them. I think there's no doubt about that. They Bet Boar generates momentum and gains victory points faster than you generate momentum and gain victory points. That which is really really basic, but that is what he does. And he yes, yeah, so, and his threat ranges are absurdly long, and cinnamon helps with those threat ranges, and he's and he's got multiple threats. Yeah, I think as well because alchemists don't have any models that have you know an obscene range. Yeah, I'm thinking about you know models that have you know 14, 16 inch engagement threats. Yeah, alchemists don't have any of that, so. If they run the ball off into the corner, it's going to take you a turn to get someone into position, probably to try and get it back, or you use lure of gold to try and get them up to where they need to be. But you're probably going to be dead before you get there. Right? Is the problem? Yeah, there's an interesting yeah how you can position your models, and it, and it feels like I think the thing with that team is it feels like um, any team playing against Vetboard usually has to work harder for its points and and has to play better has to play notably better than its opponent mm-hmm. like and yeah Vetboar feels very strong that way especially when uh, as one of our locals has started doing you take roast and kill the ball on him yeah yeah because he's got resilience and he's got a big belly and he's yeah he's, so again you're sort of struggling with because actually also what you're saying with the cami thing is for things like great balls of fire you struggle to knock it's very hard to remove resilience with alchemists. Yes, yeah, because you don't have any cheap range character plays, and they're all generally. six inches. And yeah, all, yeah. So you, so you don't have, you know, you don't have mark target, yeah. which is you know obviously the best play for removing resilience because it's one point that's a ten inch yeah. range, you know. So you don't have something like that, and if you're and if you're going after the ball, generally your opponent isn't coming on to you, so you can't wait to use like Mercury Calculus no. yeah. as they come forward. So that that feels rough. Any sort of good matchups? Uh, I I think they are distinguished by not having very many bad matchups. Like I think Vetboar is bad. I think Farmers isn't brilliant, but it's not as severe as some people say it is. And then I think in terms of good matchups, it, the good matchups are mostly the weaker teams. But I think the, the the thing they have that makes them good is they're they don't have bad matchups into many of the top t- top teams. You know, they're decent into hunters. They're decent into I think into miners, they're decent into you know mortician. I'm not talking about sort of 4.0 meta rather than 4.1, but they they don't have many terrible matchups into the top tier teams. Rather, they they still exploit things like masons quite well. They're pretty good into blacksmiths. Yeah, yeah. But um, but it's more the fact that they can and that they have that variation in playstyle. Yeah, I mean, you can play aggressive football or you know defensive gun line chipping. Chipping you down, depending on what you need to play. Yeah, I think they have a good game into fish as well. Yeah, they do have a good game into fish. Mm. Yeah, especially now that, uh, especially season four, because smoke can kill corsair, which yeah. you just absolutely couldn't do in season three. 
So do you see much Corsair when you play? Um, I haven't played Interfish that much in Season 4. I played against Dan Harwood's Corsair at the yeah. Nuneaton tournament we were at. Um, yeah. I... It feels like it swung the other way slightly. Like it was in season three, I think Corsair was always the drop into Alchemist. Yeah. Um, and now it feels like it's a bit, yeah, Shark is sort of coming. I know you guys have got sort of Josh Nemchek in your, because we have Connor in the London meta, but he's, he's, uh, not playing fish because they're not broken anymore. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I think he's, he's, legit, so he was, you know, Mr. Shark fanboy. So we, yeah. we played a lot of it and so a lot of shark and a lot of fish in season mostly, uh, we've got another couple of fish players, they tend to play Corsair. Yeah. I see, I think I think Shark is probably the better pick against Alchemist. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree with that. Now, it might depend on the terrain. Oh, uh, yeah, fair point. Yeah. It might yeah. depend on the terrain, because if you've got like, an obstacle or something you can hide behind, then yeah, Corsair seems rough, and maybe on the kick-receive roll. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think Shark still the issues that Shark had with them in season three are still there in season four, and that you know, you have fire, you have blind, you have compound, you have two-inch unpredictable movement mm. on a five-hole mascot. Yeah, and they do have while Fathom helps, Siren not being as strong as she was is is a sort of negative on that. Yeah, yeah. I think that Alchemist isn't it? I think I think we've we've, we've managed to um, talk about them for a while. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we ended up talking about fish at the end as well, which is going to make. Connor happy, which is sad times. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting how how much variety after the gameplay now, because I think certainly in season three, you're sort of standing in the back and bombing you from range. It's a bit, uh, and at least now they've got a very sort of strong football game as well, and they can switch gears, can't they? Yeah, I, I think all you have the possibility to play teams with the intent of getting every possible. You know, win position from six from six takeouts to three goals, and that is yeah, achieved. Yeah. That is doable, and and I have done that with them. Yeah, I think they're a lot more fun to play now. I think Smoke particularly is a lot more fun. Season four and three is my personal opinion. Yeah, I I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's you're you're not that town's fans aren't song waiting around to die when you're sort of playing against them in season four, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> so. Um, brilliant. That's um, I think that's a podcast. I think. Um, thank you for coming on and talking about Alchemist a little bit. Pleasure. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Um, say bye. 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 bye.